Our picket has actually ended about an hour ago. We were picketing outside the offices of ComAir because really our members have reached a point of no return. We are very frustrated by the state of things at, at, at ComAir. We're very frustrated with this management and the fact that in, the, in our view they have brought the airline um, crashing to the ground. Um, we feel that Glenn Osmond, the CEO, uh, together with the business practitioner, they have actually um, are, they've not come up with a clear turnaround strategy or a vision to, to, to assist this airline to get back on its, on its feet. And, um, and the fact that we, all operations have been suspended is for us one of the signs uh, of their poor leadership, which is precisely why our members are picketing this morning to demand their removal. You met with the airline yesterday. Were you happy with the answers that they gave you? Not at all. It was a very frustrating meeting that we had with management yesterday. We were unable to secure basic answers for basic questions. All we know is what you and the media know, which is that they say that they're experiencing financial difficulties and that they need to find an investor or a source of funds in order to keep the airline going. When we asked how long is this uh, suspension of operation in place, they could not tell us. When we asked them, would workers' salaries be paid for the period that this airline is suspended, they were refusing to give us a yes or no answer to that very direct question. All they were willing to do was to say, your rights as unions are protected. Now, if somebody gives you a very dodgy answer to a very direct question, you can assume the worst. Mm. And so we now are assuming the worst. We feel that clearly the financial situation of the airline is far worse than they are willing to share. And um, we are deeply, deeply concerned that if these, um, this pair of people continues to run this airline, we are worried about whether this airline will actually be able to turn itself around uh, from the brink, given that they've not given us any reason to feel confident about the future. You, you also weren't given a straight answer on how much money this investment is, this additional funding they're looking yeah. for. Uh, we don't know if it's 100000 or $100 million. That's That's a deep worry for us because they, they're refusing to tell us how much they need. I mean, why wouldn't you disclose? to your important stakeholders about exactly how much funding you need. Um, we can play a constructive role in assisting, in obtaining those funds. If it, need, if it requires that Labour must unite mm. and go and bang on the doors of the DTI, we're willing to do that. As you know, John, NUMSA has actually done that in the past, where on behalf of ArcelorMittal in 2016, when they were complaining about steel prices, we approached the DTI and demanded intervention in terms of uh, uh, government uh, changing its policy to, to, to save the steel sector. We could do that. Right. We could approach banks. So all we're mm. saying is that they need to play open cards with us so that we can all work together towards finding a solution.